Going Linux, episode 429. Welcome to Linux, part four, starting your Linux adventure, new job version. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889. In today's episode, we're doing a segment for our Welcome to Linux. This is part four, using Linux and open source software to get a new job. Hey, Bill. Hi, Larry. How are you? Okay. So you're the one getting the new job. Um, yes. How's that going? Uh, I got the job. <laughs> ah, fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. So you start soon, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, uh, at the near the end of this month. Okay. So, uh, not only do I have a new job um, that I'm very excited about, uh, that but I also um, I've had some time off and some time to go do normal things. It's been great. I kind of like this work-life balance. Oh, that's good. That is yeah. fantastic. This episode is going to be um, about, uh, you, I used all open source uh, in the job process. I just wanted to see if it was possible. Okay. And uh, I thought I would share uh, my experience as far as, uh, you know, the process and the things I used. So mm-hmm. uh, we always say using Linux to get things done. Well, I use Linux to get a job. So yeah, there you go. So <laughs> and open gen- source. <laughs> yeah, of course. So in general, it went well then. It went really well. There's, uh, we'll get into it. There's a few small caveats, but nothing uh, that was open source's fault uh, mm-hmm. or any game changers and you'll right. see what i'm talking about as we discuss this okay so uh, i i thought today we'd just uh talk about using the open source uh software to get my job okay so why don't we get started with the operating system then which one did you use okay so i actually used two i used linux mint and ubuntu mate uh for like half and half i just kind of wanted to see if it would work. Okay. And um, both of the operating operating uh, systems worked without an issue. Um, didn't have to worry about uh, anything. They Everything, uh, especially for these two, had almost everything I needed to get to apply. And so, yeah, it worked really well. Fantastic. Yeah, I have to admit that it's been a while since I looked for a job about... <laughs> Nine years almost. And uh, at that time, I used all Linux and open source software to apply and all the things that we're going to go through that you did. Um, and it, for me, worked well. 
a couple little hiccups then. I'm kind of interested to find out how things have improved and changed over the years in the last uh, eight or ten years. So, okay, um, good to know. Uh, as always, you couldn't stick to just one operating system or one Linux distribution. So Linux Mint and Ubuntu Mate, uh, <laughs> what were the open source applications you used for job hunting? Okay, so I used Firefox, Chromium, the open source version of Chrome, mm-hmm. LibreOffice, and, Lib- and LibreDraw the most. Okay, all right. And it's also been years since I've changed jobs and how things have changed. Uh-huh. M- most of the companies, especially the bigger ones, are using online resources. Basically, you do a lot of online stuff right. as far as submitting resumes and filling out applications and references, et cetera, et cetera, for their hiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, applications are, I think I only had one application that wasn't online. So, and Firefox worked pretty well. So, uh, but, but some of the pages with Firefox had little quirks like odd fonts and uh, Firefox didn't get the the web f- uh, site formatting quite right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um that 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 was one of the uh things that I run across. Uh then I had some online forms that clearly stated that you had to use Chrome. Okay. Uh, that's why I used Chromium, and it worked perfectly. Uh, didn't see any different. I, I did uh, start up my Windows machine and used the Chrome for Windows and looked at it uh, on my Linux machine with the Chromium, and there was no difference. Right, it, it's it, identical. It just worked yep. perfectly. Yep. So I ended up using Chromium for most of the online stuff just because... It seems like a lot of the sites are just geared toward Chrome these days. Yeah, so that's one of the changes, I think, since eight, nine years ago, is the fact that back then, they were insisting on you using Internet Explorer, (laughs) which, of course, I never used back then. I think I was using Chrome, and if not, it was Firefox. I'm pretty sure it was Chrome. Uh, And everything worked fine on Chrome back then, too. So I'm not... I'm not surprised. So since um, maybe you didn't check this, but where Firefox was having a problem with the fonts and so on, did you test out Chromium and see if that was better? It didn't have the problem or was it the same on Chromium or you didn't check? No, I did check actually. And okay. uh, Chrome worked perfectly. Uh, where I found the most... Um, of the problems with Firefox was when they had a lot of customized uh, f- entries they had mm-hmm. to enter, uh, or they used it. Uh, they used a weird font. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it did display it, but you could tell that that font is not right. <laughs> yeah. Or the thing wasn't just where it should be, and it made it a little difficult. Um, so with Chromium, it was perfect uh, across the board um, the one thing I will say that you'll get a kick out of is it actually says this site no longer supports Internet Explorer please <laughs> <laughs> yeah finally <laughs> yeah so you know uh, Microsoft has their e- the uh, 
Edge, the new their new browser, right. and it's uh, Chrome based also. Right. Uh, so it seems like Chrome is now the de facto standard, mm-hmm. um, and Chromium worked perfectly. It I, I didn't have any issues. It was uh, that it was totally smooth. Um, so I enjoy it quite a bit. As far as you know, using it, the the other thing that I noticed when using Chromium is my Linux machine is a lot lower spec. It's one of the older machines that I recycled and have been oh, using sure. for years, and it didn't have any problem um, running the websites. You know, some of them had uh, you know, videos or whatever, and it just worked. So. Like I said, if I was running, I, I couldn't tell that I was running even Linux. It just uh, run perfectly as far as the, the Chromium browser. Uh, so it's like I said, it's uh, it was a seamless experience. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And back when I was looking, well, applying for a job, <laughs> um, the company I work for now um, doesn't use anything other than online software or something that can be used online because we're all remote workers for the most part. Uh, and so stuck in the past with Internet Explorer and something was uh, something like that was never an issue. But the company I was leaving still required me to fax in some things to, you know, for the exit process. You didn't have any of that, did you? And no faxing or anything? No. Uh, a little later, um, I will tell you why. Uh, I, uh, what some programs I used that I needed to uh, submit some stuff. And I'll, t- I'll tell you how I did that. All right. Um, the one thing that I've noticed in the, uh, in the job market, uh, that I, uh, that was not the same because it's been probably six years since I've changed jobs and, uh, there's a lot more online and it's a lot more through the br- browser, uh, than you would, than I used to remember. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be, I guess, because of the COVID and just technology, technology advancing. Uh, a lot of this stuff is, Online and it's, like I said, especially I'll be working for uh, one of our uh, part of the university, um, and uh, they um, they use quite a bit of online. So you got to have a browser that works. So for the most part, the browsers didn't give you any real issues no. uh, for the application purposes. So how would you rate your experience compared to using, say, Windows or Mac OS? Uh, funny you should um, ask that question. Windows, it, it was uh, compared to Windows, it would be as good or maybe even a little better. It would just everything just run. Mm-hmm. But uh, my um, friend, who's also looking for a new job, has a brand new um, Mac OS, and. Uh, she has had nothing but issues because of the, uh, I think, what do they call that one? Um, their browser. Oh, and Safari? Safari. Yeah. And so she, uh, she had to uh, uh, 
try to get Safari to work, and it, it was doing some of the same weirdness that Firefox did, only to, you know, she had to actually switch to a totally different browser. So, I would say, um, Windows or, or Mac, uh, the it's probably as good or better. And so, uh, like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't have any games, uh, showstoppers or game changers, so it was okay. nice. Okay. So tell me, did you use LibreOffice for anything like your resume or anything like that? Actually, I did. Um, I used LibreOffice for my resume and also the cover letters and, um, yeah. One of, one of the, the only one that I had to actually type out my resume, um, I used it to print my resume. <laughs> you actually printed a resume. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't, they, this one company doesn't use any, uh, online. It's all paper. So it was nice to be able to go in and you had to format it a little differently. Um, I also, because of the way, uh, what people are looking for now, um, they, the old resumes, they still take them, but they are now looking for resumes that are called a functional resume. Okay. And basically that they still care about your education, but they want to know what kind of skills and abilities you have. Sure. So okay. you, you need any resume, you have to format it a certain way and you have to make it look what they will like, what they want to see. Uh, right. And there's multiple examples. And LibreOffice did all that without an issue. Um, the only thing that you're going to find out is it's still a Microsoft world. So they want it all, um, you know, formatted so they can uh, open it and read it. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of keep that in mind. But as far as LibreOffice, it uh, actually worked perfectly, no issues whatsoever. Good. So you had to use the for uh, word processor documents. You had to use the .doc or .docx format, which LibreOffice ha- handles no problem, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it handles. I can open everything they send me because there's a lot of documents that you have to. Um, read and instructions on how to go about some of the process, especially as part of the backgrounds. Right. And the only thing that I had to do with LibreOffice was save it to the Microsoft format. That was yep. the only thing. It was just a drop down. So uh, it was kind of funny as far as that is like, I could read everything they sent me, but I had to make sure that I had to save it so they could read it. Right. Even though Microsoft says they, they have an open document format, they're not using the same open format that LibreOffice and every other word processor uses. They have their own open document format. And even though they say they will read the format from LibreOffice, um, it doesn't format it correctly once it's in the Microsoft software. So yeah, all of those issues just saving it when the Microsoft format handles all that. There was one uh, uh, position that I had applied for that, uh, you know, you always put out, you apply to the jobs you really want, 
and I was lucky enough to get the one that I really wanted but you also apply to other positions and there's this one um, company that I tried to upload an open source the open source format uh, yeah. for the resume and it would not recognize it it would just come back and say there was an error but as soon mm. as I saved it as a Microsoft format it except oh yeah because what they do now, um, which is very, it's very cool, saves a lot of typing, is they, the system will read your resume and autofill a lot of the information in some of these applications. Mm, okay. And it can do it with Microsoft format, but it, uh, but it can't do it with the open source format, which, right. okay. We we expect that everybody expects the Microsoft format, so that's the only caveat with uh, LibreOffice. It worked great. Did you try um, uh, PDFs? Many employers will accept a PDF resume as well. Uh, yeah, and I hate PDFs. Um, mm, okay, uh, PDFs are just a pain. But you know, before I um, go on to that, yeah, I, I wanted to. Uh, say that, you know, you can use, someone's going to, I know someone that's listening and say, well, Microsoft lets you use their web version, mm-hmm. but it's crippled. Yes. And it's very limited for what you can do. You can do basic word processor. Uh, and they you have two choices. You can either buy a license for a standalone version of, of Microsoft Office, which is like 149 bucks. Right. Or you can pay them $69 a year for Office 365 personal. The family mm-hmm. plan is 100 bucks, $99. Okay. Uh, I got to avoid all that because um, I uh, didn't have to pay for it. And it was already installed in both of the uh, Linux operating systems that I used. And the nice part is I I didn't have to worry about licenses. I could use it on different machines. So right. I could save the document, uh, which I actually did. I, I started it on Linux Mint, and then I just uh, exported it to the Ubuntu Mate, and it worked fine. So I have the same software uh, on two different machines, and I or I can download it on another machine if I if something had happened. The interesting thing about LibreOffice is I believe uh, Ubuntu Mate had a newer version of LibreOffice than Linux Mint did. Okay. Because Linux Mint was released earlier and it's a longer support cycle. Right. Right. So I said, well, you know, sometimes that doesn't always play well, but it worked perfectly. So that was nice. Oh, that's good. I thought it was going to be an issue, but it wasn't. You know, when you when it comes to paying for licenses for the Microsoft Office suite, um, most people, unless they have a corporate-provided computer, most people that I see that are using Windows on their computers have the free online version the Office 365, the free version that they are using. And it has some funky quirks in terms of displaying stuff in front of you as you're using it, trying to get you to upgrade or whatever. But um, most people don't even bother buying uh, Office anymore. And in fact, 
what I've seen on the brand new computers that have Windows installed is they provide you with this, quote, trial subscription to Office 365, which is, as far as I can tell, nothing more than the online version, which is going to try to get you to pay for it continuously. But most people don't even bother with that. So I can imagine that most folks who are using Windows to apply for jobs are using that crippled version of Office 365. And it's it's got fewer, many fewer features than even LibreOffice. So, uh, you know, if I were required to use Windows for anything, I'd be using LibreOffice on it since it's cross-platform. Uh, and these days, I think most Office suites will let you either print to a PDF or in Windows, you can you can do that, I think. But you can also uh, get add-on software, which I think is still free, that allows you to create PDFs. Um, so that's, that's the kind of document that I submit when I have a choice because I know when I use a PDF, the font formatting will be identical and... It will display the way I expect it to. The way it appears on my computer is the way it will appear on the computer of the person reading it. And many of the automated software that can suck the information out of a, a Microsoft Word document and put it into your application can also read PDFs, depending on the format of the PDF. And if that doesn't work, I'll just use LibreOffice and save it in. Uh, uh, I, I What I find is the old dot. DOC format is much more compatible, um, it, regardless, you know, cross-platform, than the .docx uh, format. So I'll, if I have a choice, I'll save it as .doc, um, and that works. I think I remember that I, I saved it as uh, I didn't use the uh, .docx. I just used the uh, yeah. DOC and it worked fine. When I say I hate PDFs, it is a, it, it's not because it's uh, maybe a bad format. It's just that some of the um, software that you, if you were running Windows that you needed, it's just miserable because it, it's not um, usually built in supported. Yeah. Uh, the, um, and I had to struggle with a bunch of PDFs at my old job, but I, I that was kind of a concern. I said, "Well, I I really hope that you know I don't have to fire up the Windows machine just to do this uh, stuff for the PDFs." And yeah. no, uh, draw handled them just fine, no issues. I was like, "Cool, <laughs> that that was easy." Yeah, no, that's good. Part of the LibreOffice suite, of course, draw. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's really pretty smooth, I find. So. Yes, it is real smooth. So what else did you use in your job hunt for open source software? As part of the application process, you have to upload a lot of your IDs and licenses. Of course. You know, pictures, yep. your vaccine and, stuff. And, yeah. And vaccine <laughs> cards. Yep. So, uh, I did use Eye of Mate. Uh, okay. to view the pictures of my IDs and um, in my vaccine card and stuff. And usually you have to take a picture and then you have to uh, send uh, send it to yourself and et cetera. It's, it's not hard, but, you know, you, I had to use 
I used I didn't have to. I used the GIMP to just kind of crop and straighten the pictures for upload. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just just because when you got them on the table and you're taking a picture of them, yeah, uh, you get part of the table and you don't want all that. So right. uh, the GIMP handled it perfectly, and I made just that at the time I was using Ubuntu Mate. If you hadn't figured that out, and I made worked perfectly, and so after I had uh, you know cropped and straightened, make sure they were acceptable. Um, with the GIMP, um, I just viewed them, and then I was able to upload them with my browser. You know, I just saved them to the hard drive in my little uh, work file, and up it went. So as far as uh, that, it was a painless process. Uh, the uh, the person that I was interv- uh, interviewed by actually did mention, says, it was very nice to actually have uh, readable uh, pictures and <laughs> vaccine <laughs> cards and stuff. He said, yours was the, one of the best we've ever seen. So, hey. <laughs> wow. Even though you submit everything, they still, for some reason, print it out for the interview. And yeah. so they, they were like, wow, we can read everything. I know that's not a big thing, and you can do that with Windows and stuff. Um, but it was just the fact that they had mentioned that it looked really good and they uh you know the the pictures were clear readable there wasn't you know tables behind it and stuff so <laughs> it worked great it may not be a big thing it sounds like many people that they run across that are applying for jobs there don't make that level of effort and it's nice to know that open source software lets you do that without Really, any additional effort, right? No, it was no additional effort. It's just you um, employers know, know notice the small stuff as exactly, what I've noticed. Yep. and they notice if you've taken the time to actually uh, fill things out correctly and submit what they want, and also, uh, you know, since a lot of it, you know, the the COVID. Uh, situations that they have to, um, you know, they they do that a lot of it online, social distancing thing, yeah. Uh, especially where I'll be working, and so it was nice that it was noticed, and they thought, and I, I actually did say that my resume and everything looked very professional. So you can do it with open source. Oh, that's great. And we have to say somewhere in this episode that we're describing job hunting in 2022 in the southwestern United States. Although what we're using are very some very specific things that U.S. employers look for, I can imagine it's going to be very similar in other countries around the world. And so we're hoping that what we're describing here applies to you just as well. And I expect that it would. Yeah, it was a good experience as far as, um, you know, using the open source uh, applications. You just said it, it was a good experience and uh, it sounds like it was a real good success. Any tips for, for people using um, open source software for finding a job? So, yeah, I would say that, you know, yes, it was a success and it is possible except for the few caveats that I mentioned above. The um, 
Chromium browser I had to use because sometimes Firefox didn't play nice and the other one was make sure that you save it uh, your resumes or your cover letters to a um, Microsoft format right that's basically everything it's still Microsoft Word out there you can use uh, open source to get things done and also uh, you can you can live happily in the microsoft world <laughs> it works just fine uh, that's fantastic yeah i also like it that it empowers people to use linux and open source applications and without all the you know having to download this piece of software have to do it, download this piece of software have to pay for this service it it just worked and it, I, when you're doing a bunch of interviews and and applications, time is money, especially when you're you're trying to be as competitive as you can with other people that are applying to the jobs too. If you can get if you can uh, be a little bit more professional, uh, or take that extra little bit of time to make sure everything looks good, uh, it makes a difference. It does absolutely. Okay, well, so in summary, uh, in today's world, you can use Linux and open source software just as easily as Windows or Mac, uh, and they're proprietary software for your job search. And when you're downloading those applications, you don't have to worry about making sure that you don't get a uh, an infected version of something from a random website because you were in a hurry and you didn't do your due diligence. <laughs> you just, uh, if you need something to, uh, let's say, edit PDFs, you just look in the software repositories and search for edit PDFs and you'll find something for doing that, including LibreOffice Draw. Uh, and so the next thing I think in our summary is that the online experience for finding a job is identical on all three operating systems since you're using a browser. And as long as you stay away from Firefox, it sounds like you're going to have no problems at all. I did want to mention uh, this is, you know, you have those big online um, uh, job searches that they want you to upload resumes. Uh, I forgot to mention this. Um, Firefox didn't play well with those, but Chromium worked fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firefox did work on a few of them. I used several different ones, but because a lot, uh, some of the applications required you to apply to said, um, uh, like I'll just say it, ZipRecruiter or Indeed. Uh, it worked fine with all their online services, uh, just because it's a lot of it is. I like like we've said through the browser. So as long as you have a browser that can work, Chromium works fine. Uh, you have no issues with these online uh, sites. It works just as if it was on Windows or Mac OS or whatever else you're running. So yeah, Linux was extremely flexible. No, that's great. And it sounds like the only real niggles are related to the Firefox browser, which. Uh, you know, uh, you can work around that pretty easily. <laughs> In today's world as well, for resumes, employers still use Word, the .doc or the .docx format. But LibreOffice can handle that. And uh, it sounds like some will accept PDFs for some of these documents as well. So 
That is fantastic. It sounds like complete, seamless operation anybody can use Linux and open source software for finding a job these days without much trouble at all. No, not much trouble at all. Uh, actually, I didn't have to use it to apply, but they, for some reason, one of the companies sent an Excel spreadsheet uh-huh. um, with information. And when I saw it, I said, "Oh, this is going to be um, uh, this is going to be interesting." And when I opened it, LibreOffice uh, displayed it just fine. I don't think there was a lot of of um, macros or stuff they embed in them, but it, it did display it perfectly. And so that's nice to know that they've worked on that because that's always been an issue, especially with Excel uh, programs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just a couple of years ago, uh, it, uh, Lib- uh, what was, it was OpenOffice and LibreOffice. Uh, it's just, um, sometimes it didn't play well. Uh, yeah, it, it's worked great. I mean, it worked flawlessly. So I, they've made some massive improvements. Right, they, and they uh, certainly I, have. I, yeah, I use LibreOffice every day. Um, not every day, but you know, from most of my uh, correspondence and stuff. And uh, so it was. I didn't have to, you know, use the online crippled version. I could actually use a full Office suite with. Uh, uh, no issues whatsoever, and uh, it's also once you start using a certain program, <laughs> you you get used to it. Yeah, it's so. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I uh, I like how it looks and how clean it is, and it just um, had everything I needed, and that that was that was really nice. That is fantastic. Okay, well, I guess that wraps up our episode. Yeah, I know this has all been all about <laughs> my, me and my job search, but you know, I uh, I did uh, mention that I was uh, going to do it, and I just wanted to see if I could do it all with open source and actually get a job, and I did. So well, there are a lot of people also- out there are a lot of people out there looking for jobs right now, so I think this is a valuable episode for yeah. those folks at least. I would agree. Well, as always, our next episode will be a listener feedback episode. Until then, you can go to our website at GoHandLinks.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Theme music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.